Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. We do a lot of interviews with EDM artists, pop artists, rappers, and people in the industry, letting you know what they do behind the scenes. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter through the handle Sidewalk Talk Show. Hope you guys enjoy. This is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. Today I'm here with Aaron Carpenter. What's going on? <laughs> What's up? What's up? So you were born in, how do you say it, Shreveport? Or? Yes, Shreveport, yeah. Louisiana. Mm -hmm. Are your parents originally from Shreveport as well? or? Yes. I actually, I've, I think I've asked them before like if they're from there, but I know my mom is. And yeah, both my parents are from oh, wow. Shreveport. So all your like extended family and everyone's yeah, there? Yeah, majority of wow. everyone's there. Mm -hmm. I, have, I have my uh, uncles in Dallas, though. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. And your mom's a singer, or? Yeah, she grew up singing. She um, performed at the Louisiana Hayride, like Elvis. Mm -hmm. And um, she grew up singing and then went and sang in church. And oh, she, that's where, like, I started to learn how to sing. My mom would teach me listening to, like, Rascal Flats and yeah. other stuff. What, what's her job then, <laughs> or when you were growing up? When I was growing up, she... Yeah, she was a singer at church, and then my dad was a nurse. And, um, and my parents divorced when I was mm -hmm. in second grade. And then uh, my stepdad was a financial advisor. Oh, okay. And she was a stay-at-home mom, which mm -hmm. was fun because I got to hang out with her a lot. Yeah. So I guess, guess you got all your creative side from her, or? Yeah, she's she's always doing something like that. She loves painting, listening to music, and everything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. And also your siblings, right? They're also into music. Mm -hmm. yeah. My brother started playing piano when he was like three years old and he's the best pianist that I've ever known. Oh wow. And then my sister would show me everything that I'm influenced by today, like punk pop bands like Hawthorne Heights. Mm -hmm. um, Did she show you Justin Timberlake? Yes, she yeah. grew up, she's still to this day the biggest Justin Timberlake Yeah, she had fan. a photo like yeah, in her she room. Yeah, like, she cut has out. a cardboard <laughs> cutout of Justin Timberlake in her room. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, so I, I kind of like whether I like it or not, I'm super inspired by him. And I love it, because he's just incredible. Mm -hmm. How do you describe your personality back then growing up? Me growing up? Yeah. I was very curious. I, I always like was finding something to get my hands into, whether it was like Rubik's Cubes, dirt bikes, Yeah, actually, magic. how did I feel like those are three different, very different <laughs> no, things. No, they're, they're so across the board different. But I, that's what I liked about it. It was like nothing was the same and like it started out with music and I was obsessed and still am yeah and then I was like okay like magic Rubik's cubes fishing like and um, originally I wanted to be a marine biologist oh wow and then it kind of like I don't know I just I, I love music too much for it not to be a part mm -hmm. of my life and what were you curious about the marine life originally I just I was obsessed with fishing like catching a fish yeah. and then like it, it, the concept of like throwing something out in the water and then taking a fish out was like so fun. Yeah. I don't know. It was just something about it intrigued me. Was and that, I wanted to get good at it. Was that near your house? Like you were able to go like dirt biking and fishing? Yeah. So like oh, I got I a dirt go bike and I would like ride to the back of the neighborhood where they were still finishing the neighborhood and they had yeah. like a bunch of woods you could go ride around and then there's a pond in the back and then another pond down the road so there was a bunch of different places you could go yeah it's like all you could just adventure yeah and everything that's so different super fun wow yeah like louisiana it's like there's not a lot of stuff to do so you kind of just like are forced to be creative and like 
go and do different things, whether it's like going out in the woods and running around <laughs> with my, all my siblings. And then like, we used to like go in the back of the neighborhood with my friends and build like tree houses and do oh, the most wow. random stuff. But it was so fun. Mm -hmm. I loved growing up there. Did you get really good at Rubik's Cube? Like, did you start timing yourself? Yeah, I was, I would, um, I wanted to order it, like, one of the official timers, but yeah, I couldn't find, was, like, like so an actual one. I see them one, on YouTube. But I just downloaded, like, this little thing on my computer. It's cool. <laughs> um, and, um, Do you remember your time? Uh, the fastest I ever got was, like, 35 seconds. Oh, that's fast. Which, yeah, I was, I was super stoked about it, but, like, I saw the world record, and it was, like, someone doing well, like, it in five, four seconds, four, yeah. and I was like, there's no way <laughs> I could ever. <laughs> Who were you into school back then? Yeah. Um, I loved math, as weird oh, as really? it sounds. Yeah, I, I loved math up until uh, Algebra 2, and then I was, like, over it. I, I started taking Algebra 1 in 8th grade, and then Algebra 2 came freshman year, and then I was like, there's, no. I, I, I like the 8th grade. Algebra mm -hmm. 1 was like, oh, this is sick, but I don't know. Do you think yeah. that it from your, like, your dad? Because they're both, like, academic, right? Yeah, my dad, yeah, I, I think my mom actually was super into math, and oh, she wow. would, like, I don't know. I think it's just the way I learned it and like watching, like figuring, it was like figuring something out. Like there was so much more into like one problem. Like, I don't know. I, I feel like I just liked watching and learning how a math problem like sorted itself out and then mm -hmm. got to the end. I don't know. Say, I mean, I'm into math. But yeah, I that's love so it. so cool. Yeah. Were you in any like school clubs or? Um, there was a club in elementary school called, I think it was called Discoveries that I was in and I got to like miss a couple hours of like my actual class and I yeah. would go in there and we would just do like little uh what was it yeah I think we would just do different stuff like the it, it, it's like electives in high school mm -hmm. but it was in elementary school because it was just in elementary yeah. school so I went there for like two hours on Monday what were you discovering um I don't know what it, it, <laughs> it, it was it's called discoveries but we would do like like we would set up field day for all the elementary kids oh, and then, okay. like, go on like these little field trips and go to like Baton Rouge and go to like walk around the LSUS campus or LSU campus and um it was like it was still educational and it like counted as like my class hours mm -hmm. it was like yeah it was just super fun I don't I don't know why I was in that I don't remember <laughs> <laughs> I think they just like asked me one day I was like yeah sure <laughs> did you do instruments like drums yeah, so drums was the first instrument that I ever picked up. Um, my, I always saw my stepdad playing. Oh. Like he would like play on his like steering wheel, mm -hmm. and I would watch him. And then I like started like doing the same thing on like the dinner table and like, <laughs> and on the dinner table and like we would go to like uh, what's it called hibachi, yeah. where they cook in front of you. Yeah. And I would have the hot, the chopsticks, and I would just be like beating oh, on cool. everything. And um, so I like slowly started the interest there and then I had to like, I wanted to ask for a drum set, but I was the youngest of five. I had an older brother, older sister, older stepbrother, and older stepsister. Oh so like if I wanted a drum set, everyone would have to want it or get something as equally oh, yeah. value. And so I started like mowing lawns and saving up to like be able to buy my own. Mm -hmm. And eventually I got like an electric kit because other people in the house they don't want to hear me learning <laughs> to play the drums so um yeah i started like putting on headphones listening to music trying to figure out how they play it i listened to like need to breathe hurricane was the first song that i learned how to play on the drums and 
yeah, I just started learning from there and like listening to music in the car, like figuring it out, like where the kick, the snare, the hi-hat, which crap, like all of that. And oh wow, were you watching tutorials or how, were your siblings helping you at all? Yeah, so my brother would like, he would like be like jamming on the piano and I would just mm -hmm. pick up the sticks and like try to yeah. make my own beat to it. And then um, I would watch tutorials of like people how to play like Paramore songs, like yeah. want to figure those out because that's what I was listening to. And yeah, slowly but surely I was able to learn it, but I'm st I, I still wouldn't say I'm like the best at drums. Mm -hmm. I can like figure it out if I sit down and learn it for a while. But yeah, it's just, I, I, I love like the timing, like figuring out the pocket and like, yeah, yeah it's just like once you got it, it was like so fun to just jam to. Did it ever occur to you to start or join a band? Because you can sing and then drums. I feel like that's like a huge I thing wanted, for bands. I wanted to start. Like I wanted to get into a band, but I had no other like friends that would How be interested into it. My siblings, like they were all doing their own thing. My brother was in a ton of bands, so oh. he was already occupied. And then uh, my sister, she was in college. Oh, well, or no, she moved out here actually for oh. a bit, and so she was like all over the place doing her thing. And so I just kind of just kept messing around with with uh, the the drums and watching YouTube videos and figuring it out myself and then that's when I like started to like travel a bit and uh, like I was saying before I got a note from my school and was like they were like hey if he misses another day of school he's gonna like have to get kicked out and leave oh. so I was like all right well there's no way I'm not gonna keep traveling so I ended up going to online school and further pursuing like the music stuff but like not publicly because mm -hmm. I wasn't like I was too afraid to put it out there because I, yeah. I didn't want to put it out there until I was like the best and like that's not the best approach about it because mm -hmm. it's like nice to put it out and like see people or let people watch you grow and like progress and watch you get better and better. And so that's what I started to do now like once I moved out here the first thing I went and did was pick up a guitar and a piano and sit down in my apartment because I found I had a lot of downtime. Mm -hmm. And I pulled up the YouTube app and started teaching myself yeah. how to play on there. I've been learning how to play guitar and I've been in lessons like once a week. And uh, yeah, it's fun. Like like I said, I'm not like the best at it, but I want to get as best as mm -hmm. I can at it. Actually, back, back then, like what occurred to you to start social media? Like, Did all your friends start doing it or? Um, my sister actually i i got an ipod for christmas in 2011 and she was I, I asked her i was like yo what are like some cool apps to get and she yeah. was like get instagram like it's what i'm on it's super cool all my friends are on it and i was like yeah sure cool i'll get on it and i got it and i hated it so i deleted it <laughs> and then when i went back to school after the break uh all my friends were on it and they're they're like the thing they kept saying to me was like, there's no parents on here. Because it was like Facebook, oh, everybody was on there. Yeah. I was like, how are there time, no yeah. parents on Instagram? So I was like, whatever. I got on Instagram and everyone's like posting on it. I posted like kind of this and that. And then uh, we would hang out each weekend, like all of our friends. And we would like take a photo of us at the bonfire, like us playing basketball or whatever we were doing and posting it on Instagram. And yeah, like I think I started using it more as like, documenting documenting um, my personal life and it started to get more traction and then from there on it was like another thing I was interested in mm -hmm. and wanted to get really good at. Was Vine something that also gave you a lot of traction early on? 
Actually, I, I didn't have Vine until like the second uh, MagCon came around. So we saw, I, I did a meet and greet with uh, Bart Bordelon, who's, or not with him. <laughs> he heard I was doing a meet and greet in Dallas and he approached my mom and was like, hey, we wanna like partner with your son. He's the president of this live streaming app, which no longer exists. And he was like, yo, we wanna like partner with your son in our first project together be like, uh, him live streaming his meet and greet. So I went and did that and then came back to Louisiana and he brought the idea to me to go to Houston, Indianapolis and Atlanta. And my first thought was, hey, I know people that are in the same position as me and I'd like to like hit them up, bring them on the platform and make it a bigger thing. And then it snowballed into now what we call MagCon. Yeah, actually, well, how old were you when you started MagCon? That's like super impressive to be so entrepreneurial at such a young age. I had no idea what I was doing. I was just kind of like going with the gut instinct yeah. of what to do. And it was 2013 when I had that, the summer of 2013 when I had that meet and greet. And then um, the September, 2013 was when we had our first one with me and like four other guys. Yeah, were your parents helping you with this early on? Yeah, my mom was like, why would I let you go to this meeting by yourself? Like I walked in, it was super like corporate. Like I sat at this super long table oh and gosh. there's like all these businessmen. I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing here. Yeah. Like I feel, I felt like I didn't belong there, but um, yeah, she was, she was there with me the entire time, like making sure I wasn't getting like snaked out or mm. doing anything yeah so she she was a big big help and as was my stepdad do you think early on like in school people were treating you differently because of your social media presence uh yeah i started to notice it towards the end of like i was uh towards the end of me actually going to physical school yeah and yeah like i had people coming up to me like kind of making fun of it like why do people follow you you're so boring or like whatever it is and they just it's just something new that happened that they didn't understand and I had people come around and be like yo that's so cool like respect like people I I knew of but weren't friends with coming mm. up to me because my high school was super small and yeah they, they it, it was just like a different thing not like it was a good and bad thing like people new would come around and be like yo what's up and people who, who were new that came around would be like, yo, that's whack. But I just kind of stuck to it because, like, the only time I ever saw them was at school. Mm. So it didn't really hold me back from doing it. Yeah. Yeah. How did you first meet Cameron Dallas? I uh, met him online. And then uh, the first time we met in person was at the first MagCon. Oh, okay. And is it surprising that you're in the, you're on his Netflix show, right? Yeah. <laughs> How did that come about? Um, or like, were you, like, were you, your parents surprised, like, oh, so suddenly you're like on Netflix also? <laughs> so yeah, they, they, they were like, hey, we're doing this documentary, we're going to start filming on the Europe tour. I was like, sick, like, let's do it, yeah. <laughs> like, whatever. And then um, uh, we, we started filming, I think, before we even knew it was on Netflix. Oh, wow. I, I forget how it happened. It was so long ago. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it was super cool and super quick. Like it just like happened. Yeah. Like next thing I knew we were filming. But yeah, it was cool. Like getting into music, was it difficult for you, for you in terms of like you don't want to be associated as like a social media person? Yeah, yes and no. Um, no, because 
I wouldn't have had the opportunity to even be in the industry if it wasn't for that. Mm -hmm. Because if I hadn't done anything else, I'd still be in Louisiana, like, yeah. building tree forts or doing whatever. <laughs> I, I have no idea what I'd be doing if I was still in Louisiana. But it gave me the opportunity to be out here and actually pursue what I've been passionate about my entire life. And I, I'm, like, forever grateful for that. But now it's... I feel I've been reintroducing myself to who I really am. Like, I've only put out one song so far, mm -hmm. but we're getting to the point where we're about to be putting out a lot more, and it's a lot more... There's a lot more depth to some of the other songs. Yeah. Like, you'll hear when it comes out, but um, all my, all, my, my entire project so far is the common thread in it all is like relationships in general, whether it's a romantic relationship, a, ro uh, a relationship between me and my brother, me and my sister, me and my mom, me and my family. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's, it's, it came down for me to just, there's no way around the flack, cause I had seen other people try to make the switch from social media yeah. to music. And I was like, oh wow, like they're getting so much flack. Like it's just, it freaked me out. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, there's no way I could ever, but trying to figure out a way around it but there's no way around it there's just straight through it and I knew if I made the best music I could and the stuff that I was super confident in there's there's no denying mm -hmm. like good music so just kind of had to commit and yeah. let the music say speak for itself was it difficult going from this drumming at home to being put in all these sessions and being yes. like learning how to write with people work with producers yeah so that's the the side no one no one saw except for the people in the room like when I first um, signed with my managers which was an uphill battle in its own um, what about uh, when I first got out here like I said I just have my piano and guitar and mm -hmm. I had no idea how to write a song at all yeah and um, coincidentally I met uh, this songwriter and this agent at WME and um, I met with the, the agent guy and he was like yo his name's Joe so I can like put a name to a, a person yeah. um, his name's Joe and I was like yo what's up Joe like great to meet you and I met him just like out hanging out mm -hmm. and we're like passing a school right now I, know. Um, I met him out and he was like yo like what are you up to it was like right when we were about to start filming and um or no, it was right after we finished filming, so he knew about what we were doing, and uh, he was like, so what's your deal? Like, you're into music, right? And I was like, yeah, like, I just don't have any music. I don't have any, anyone. I had zero team. And I told him about what I wanted to do and who I wanted to be and what type of, like, not what type of artist, because that didn't come, like, an overnight mm -hmm. thing. Um... Yeah, I told him, I was like, yeah, like, I really want to pursue this music thing seriously. And he's like, cool, well, like, do you have anything I can hear? And I was like, no, not yet. <laughs> but, like, I think, like, three nights after I met um, this songwriter. And we, he asked, because we were writing for someone else, and I had no idea what I was doing. I was just kind of, like, singing what they were writing. Mm -hmm. And he was like, yo, wait, like, are you an artist? And I was, like, taken back by it, because yeah. no one had ever asked me that. And I was True. like, yeah, I'm an artist. And then... Um, it felt Let's good to that. say that, yeah. yeah. And so, I I just kind of started saying that, and he was like, "Well, we got to get you something. Like, I think you'd sound cool in this record." He's like, "Do you like Bruno Mars and Justin Timberlake?" I was like, "Duh, like, come yeah. on." And 
Yeah, he was. I, I went and recorded this one song, and I was like, it's a cool song, but it's not for me. Like, I, I just knew it wasn't something I wanted to put out. It was just more so getting the feel of recording in a studio. And I posted that back, I, like, I posted a photo of me recording it back in like, I think it was 2016 or 17. And from then on, I like sat down with them one day. I flew one of my friends out from Shreveport. I was just like trying to like get as much help as I could of anyone that knew how to write a song. So I was like, yo, you know how to write a song? Come out here and help me. Like, and we'll just hang out because he's one of my hometown friends. And yeah, like, so we got out here and we were all just hanging out one night and then we just ended up scrolling through some tracks and we wrote this song and I, I was like, it was the first song I actually had like involvement in writing and like the concept and it was like, it's super sick and I still listen back to it sometimes and I'm like, this is still Do you want to put it great. out? Uh, maybe eventually. Yeah. I, I want to put Take it out, it but for right now it's not the right time. Yeah. But... It was my first time like actually writing a song and uh, from then on we would work like five or six times and we wrote like five or, or like six or seven songs and recorded them and so I sent them over to Joe mm. and he was like oh wow like these are actually yeah. great like I wasn't expecting this let me hit up some people and the first people he hit up was um, my current managers now and they were like no like we don't rep and this is where the the social media mm. flag comes and we were like no we don't represent like social influencers and I was like there's the battle like yeah you know but um it was after like he asked like three or four times and you they all live on the same street and they were all out conveniently one night and they all rode home together at like 4 a.m <laughs> and he was like let me just let me just play you a song yeah and they were like no we don't want to hear this like we don't care oh <laughs> and so uh they're very blunt people yeah like, Super New York, super blunt, honest, which I love. Yeah. And um, he played it and they were like, oh wow, it's like actually pretty good. And they were like, who wrote it though? Like, there's no way he wrote it. And then he told them that I co-wrote it with uh, some of my friends. And they're like, okay, sick. Like, we'll meet with him, but I, I doubt it. Like, I doubt anything. And then we met and they were, we, all, we all clicked immediately and like kind of started working from then on. And then from there, it was just like full-fledged, just session world and like, like I said before, it's like nobody saw this. It was like me learning how to walk into a room and like actually write a song with these other people and like meeting everybody and like yeah, it was just, it, it was very it was a difficult first first bit and like that's what I did for three years of just walking into sessions. Like that's all anybody ever mm -hmm. saw me post was like in another session, in another session. But it takes time. Like I didn't want to like rush anything and put out something I didn't like, and I wanted to find my sound and find myself in my music and now we've developed an identity and yeah it's been fun yeah what did so did you go around to a lot of labels and like what clicked you to sign with capital yes i i started meeting with labels about a year and a half into recording and um we met around with everybody and everybody was super great and um capital was the last label I met with um we, we walked in and I had just been exhausted from a long day of like doing other meetings and then we walked in and we were like all blown away we didn't think the meeting was going to go that well mm -hmm. and everyone was super excited to have us in there and it, it it felt right like it felt home like like a home mm -hmm. and like I wanted someone who's gonna be at the plate and swinging as hard as I'm swinging and like really be behind me and 
have real support and that's all I've felt since I signed back in this is 2019 yeah. right yeah I signed back in 2018 February okay and then yeah ever ever since then like working with capital has been amazing like I love everybody over there Jeremy mm -hmm. he's just amazing <laughs> he's, like, he's like my homie now I'm like oh. friends with everybody up there <laughs> did it ever cross your mind like that you're assigning to or like you really haven't established like your specific style or your brand or for music. It, it, it was nerve-wracking because it was like a, big, you didn't want them to a big name you. and they yeah they've just been amazing like they've kind of just let me figure it out by myself and like they've helped me with direction but yeah they've, they've kind of just like let me run loose in the cage and until I figured myself out and yeah. that's what we did and we all are on the same page and I couldn't like, because I've heard nightmare stories of people with yeah. labels, but that's the opposite of my experience. Mm -hmm. And you're gonna put out some EP this year or um, album? We're undecided. 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 But um, yes, uh, a, a, a body of work is coming very mm -hmm. soon. What's the inspiration behind Attitude? Attitude is about the initial infatuation, like, the instant effect, infatuation, I can't speak. <laughs> the instant infatuation Hard with a girl. Like, it, it, it was super simple, but I, I like walked into a room and I saw this girl and I was like, wow, like the way she just is, like take away the looks, it's like completely just her attitude is like so attractive. Did she me. know it's about her? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she loves the song. <laughs> How would you say you've grown as a person compared to when you were younger? How would I say I've grown as a person? Yeah. Um, I feel like I've learned how to use my words more to describe how I'm feeling. Mm. It's like a muscle to be worked and I used to be, and I consider myself still um, a very shy person. What, like it's just something I, yeah, I, I consider myself a very shy person and when I was growing up I was the most shy, like introverted person. And I would never use my words to explain how I feel and like, just talk about anything mm -hmm. and so now I feel since I've been like writing music and writing anything I've learned how to spit those words out and kind of get together my thoughts and like it, it's it's I feel like I've grown into like a different thinking process of like knowing how to explain a feeling you know mm -hmm. and it's not an easy thing to do coming from me I don't know about everybody else but from my experience, knowing how to explain how I'm feeling, and I'm still learning every day, like I'm not this super guru of <laughs> like knowing exactly what to say all the time because there's days where I'm just like, I don't even know how I feel. Mm -hmm. And that's just like, I feel like that'll never go away. But yeah, still learning and growing. Mm -hmm. What else would you say have been your biggest challenges in your life so far? biggest challenges in my life is finding inspiration even when you've been I wouldn't say it's the most challenging but well I've been like locked away in a studio for the past three years so like mm -hmm. finding inspiration in the smallest things oh, of true. like yeah. a leaf blowing a certain way or like someone looking at me a certain way like literally attitude mm -hmm. is that someone looking at me a certain way that was like a year and a half into recording so yeah, it was like finding inspiration in places I didn't think I could find it. Because I, I would get so burnt out. I would be in, like, seven days in a week. I'd be in, like, nine to ten sessions a week. Oh, my gosh. And 
I would get burnt out. I would not have anything to write about. So I would have to like find other things to like be inspired by and like getting out of the house and doing that. Like, like just stepping foot out of the house, like one, one step out the front door could be your inspiration. Mm -hmm. So I like started to like force myself to do that more. So yeah, it was just, yeah, that, I would say that's the, that was my biggest challenge in the past three years. Mm -hmm. What does love mean to you? Love, what does love mean to me? That's a hard question. <laughs> um, I, I, I think love is an unconditional thing. Mm. Like, I think true love is where someone is like a friendship even. Like, I love all my friends. They could like mess up sometimes, but like I still love them even if I'm mad at them. Yeah. Like, unconditional love is... Like, I, I feel like you shouldn't have to choose to love anything. I mean, I take that back. <laughs> I take that back. Because there, there's things that I... I mean... Yeah, I, love's just love. Like, it's happy. Like, it's, it's happy and sad. Like, yeah, love is just... It's beautiful. Like, I don't know how to explain it. How mm -hmm. do you explain yeah, it? Yeah, I don't know. It's such a unique thing. That's why every song on earth is about love. Yeah. It's everyone trying to explain exactly. what love is. Yeah. Last question. What do you want to be remembered for? What do I want to be remembered for? I want to... I want to be remembered for bringing a good time everywhere I go. Mm. Like, I don't want anyone to feel uncomfortable I want everyone to feel like positive and happy and motivated and hopeful and ju yeah just I don't I don't want I don't want any negativity like if I were to die right now all I want anyone to take away from me is that guy is happy that guy is like uh what's it what's the word what, optimistic uh or? optimistic but like I I don't yeah, just I, I guess the all-around summed-up thing is that guy is very positive and optimistic, and I, there's a word I'm thinking of. I just can't think. <laughs> now of I don't really want to know what that um, word is. It'll take me a second, but yeah, I, I I I don't want any. Yeah, if I were to die today, I would say I would want people to remember me by just happiness I, mm -hmm. yeah no. that's a tough question too yeah. wow <laughs> tough questions came in at the very end yeah. got my got my gears turned. Yeah. oh well, i love this thank you so much yeah thank you so much for having me it's been a fun walk yeah. <laughs>